Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I am Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is Sonic 2 for Sega Genesis and Mega Drive. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 was developed by STI and published by Sega in November of 1992. Worldwide. Boom. All major territories, buddy. Oh, breaking through. Yeah, it was a a big deal to them. It was something they were pushing for. It was very new at the time. Yeah, well, I mean, Sonic was a big deal, too. Like, they finally had someone who could compete with the big Mario. Oh, yeah. And STI was the Sega Technical Institute. It was a uh, Sega development company that was uh, formed here in America. Oh, cool. And the game was overseen by Yuji Naka, Mr. Sonic. Yeah, yeah. He did Sonic 1, 2, 3, possibly one of the other ones. He left Sega of Japan under, I guess, a little uh, strife. He wanted more creative control and freedom and was offered it at the uh, STI, where you know he took over control of this game. Cool. And the music in this game was once again done by uh, Masato Nakamura. He did the music in Sonic 1 and is right. very well known in Japan for being the producer of the J-pop boy band Dreams Come True. Oh, okay. I, I'm not familiar with their, their work. You know, actually, I, I added the word boy. It, it could just be a band. I don't, I'm don't. i not 100% certain because I'm not a big fan. Uh-huh. I am also not very familiar with their work. Well, I'm sure they're a wonderful group. And it was released on a Tuesday, which uh, this could be the first video game themed release day because they dubbed it sonic tuesday yeah i remember and then you had mortal monday and yeah after that i mean like that was an onslaught of naming the day for the game but for me this was the first one i could remember as well yeah well i mean you just games just came out you know trickled into your stores at whenever so to have an actual day a release day made it feel pretty big you know like a movie oh yeah and then like a movie this game was huge it did end up selling over six million copies on the genesis alone not surprised so nick what kind of game is sonic 2 well it's a you know it's a sonic game so it's a fast-paced uh platforming running you know action platformer i guess side-scrolling adventure some would say yeah yeah and in this game you are sonic or now tails yeah you can uh you have both you can choose you know, even in the one-player version, I think you can... If you go into options, yes. You can yeah. choose to play as Sonic or Tails or Sonic with Tails. Right, right. And uh, I think there is one reason you would choose not to use Tails, and that would be the bonus stages, possibly. Oh, yeah? Well, because he wouldn't be getting hit by those bombs. I never... Oh, right, right. So as Sonic or Tails, they control identically, sadly. Right, yeah, there's no real difference. So. No, this is not a Mario 2 situation where your characters do have different strengths and weaknesses. These are pretty much the exact same. Yeah, they just look different. And as Sonic or Tails, you can jump. And, well, I hate to say it, this is the exact same jump from the first game, I feel like. Uh, more or less. Um, I feel like while the jump remains the same, um, there are a lot less... I, I didn't run into the problems where, like, I mean, I did a little bit, but not as much as in the first one where you're, like, on a weird incline, so your jump is oriented at a weird angle. Yeah, I will agree there. They they don't force that on you, but there are still just as many of those small those small ramps 
that you just can't get the right jump over or speed into. Right. That's yeah. But now the big improvement I think is that now you have your uh, super dash. Yeah, the spin dash. It is added at this point in the Sonic game series, and Lord, it is handy. Yeah, because now you know instead of having to go back and try to build up enough momentum just to get up this little thing, you can just pretty much just crouch and start revving up your. Yeah. You press your your only button, you, you know, it's Sonic, so you really just have the one, and you can start, you know, revving it up. It's pretty fun, and you go faster, you know. When you let go, you shoot off in ball down. form. Yeah, yeah. And beyond that, the controls are pretty much the same as the first one. You can duck when running really fast to turn into a ball form and go a little faster. Yeah, and, uh, you know, that makes you a little less vulnerable. You can, you know what I mean? Like, you can hurt some enemies, but not spikes or, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, this game did not just add a second character. It is, in some ways, two-player as well. Yeah, you have a couple modes that, you know, different ways to play it. Mm -hmm. In the two-player versus mode, you are racing through a series of four levels. Yeah, you have a couple special ones just for it. You choose them, and they are split-screen. And then at the very end of the race, you are given points based on time taken, rings. Yeah. There's five different factors. Yeah, so you can, you know, you can still win... If you're not the first one to cross the finish line. Right, right. But, yeah, they're okay. Yeah, I played, a, you know, some when I was a kid. It's all right, but I really did not like the split screen. I think it looks too stretched, you know. Oh, so definitely. I, I was always like, nah, I'm not messing with this, really. <laughs> but you can play two players on the same screen. Yeah. Ki- kind yeah. of. Uh, we experimented with that a little bit at my house. And what happens is the second player becomes Tails. Right. And they can do all of the things you would normally do until Sonic goes past them. Right, like because the screen is oriented on Sonic, right? Yes, yeah. and once Tails falls off screen by either being too slow or going too fast, he's then uncontrollable and will, you know, like he does in the single-player mode when you've left it behind, helicopter back in with his tail. Right, right. Now, the second player can kind of control the helicoptering movement until he gets to the ground. And then um, the other main thing is that Tails is invincible. Yeah, so you can, you know, I mean, he is when the computer controls him, too. He'll get hit, but he'll never die. Yeah. Uh, So really, and the second player can jump in at any point to be Tails. Oh, cool. Which is cool. But uh, his biggest bonus is using him at boss fights, of course. Right, right. Because he can get right in there, do damage without being hurt at all. Yeah, I can see that. We uh, exploited that a little bit in the beginning. I wish he was there for the end of the game, that's for certain. Oh, right. That's when the boss difficulty really ramps up, I feel. Yeah, yeah, it does. So this game has a health system, just like the first Sonic game, uh, unique to it, and uh, now, I guess, to the Mario universe, thanks to (laughs) Mario Odyssey. But your health is manifested in the number of rings you have, in a way. Yeah, as long as you have at least one. You know, when any time you get hit, your rings will come flying out, and if you get hit again with zero rings, you are dead. But you can... Always regain as many of the rings you can grab that pop out of you. Yeah, yeah. Good luck. And they will bounce around, but you can always get at least one or two. Yeah, I, you know, yeah. And that allows for Sonic to have a very long lifespan. Oh, yeah. Especially at boss areas. But the hardest part is that you do not have any recourse then for pit deaths or for, like, lava. Yeah, that's, once you land, it's over. If you fall down a pit, lava, or... Even, well, no, spikes are all right. Like, no, spikes are just a, a ring loss. And th- you know what? One thing I love about Sonic games is that you can walk up and touch the spikes from the side. Yep, that's a nice, good on them. Good on them. But, uh, yeah, rings. You're constantly chasing down these rings, and they are your health. But you also find items throughout the levels. 
And also, uh, the rings, getting 100 of them is an extra man, or 200 in the same level. So. Oh, okay, cool. I never did that. but <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel you there. But you will also come across rings in boxes. Yeah, the super ring. Yeah. It's a solid 10 added to your total. Now, in the first Sonic game, I always thought these boxes were TVs. Yeah, I see them called monitors. Uh-huh. So, it is whatever, but, you know. Whatever. Yeah, they're cool. But yeah, you get the tin rings out of the ring box. You can also find a box that has a uh, blue shield in it. Yeah, probably my favorite item. Oh, yeah. And to open these, you have to jump on them or spin dash into them. Yeah, you break them. Mm -hmm. Get in there. And once you have that shield, it is one free hit, and you will not lose any rings. Yeah, and that's uh, very valuable. Oh, very. Especially when you're running at top speed. Yeah. Um, You know, slightly less useful, I thought, was the actual invincibility. Yeah, I mean, it's you're invincible, but, I mean, there are more of them, I know, from looking back at maps after I played through the game but, than I encountered, but there's a lot of them where it's like you get it right before you go into a tunnel sequence. or Exactly. And there's I, not even enemies. Now, what I find slightly more useful, but also a little troublesome, is the power sneakers. Yeah, and uh, just like in Sonic 1, they, you know, increase your top speed or accelerate. you move a lot faster, you can jump really far. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sometimes that's to to your detriment, though. That's true. Um, because my biggest problem with Sonic's controls is the fine-tuned movement of his landing. Oh, yeah? I find it very hard to to jump him platform style from small areas. It depends on the... I don't know. I'm trying to think. I he, don't have a lot he has a weird arc into his movement due to that momentum jump. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's got his own feel, that's for certain. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, there is the ubiquitous one-up. Yeah, little little Sonic face portrait there. And that gives you one free man. Now, there are two more items in the game that are only in the versus mode. Oh, yeah, yeah. There is the teleporter. Is that just switch your places? Or? Yeah. Yeah. Which I remember that. Too. Is not cool. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, and then the other one is the Robotnik box. And that just hurts you with like an explosion or something hits you. Mm -hmm. so. And when you've lost all of your rings and get hit a second time, you will die in this game. And after you've lost all of your lives, that's it. Yeah, unless you have a continue, which you can earn by getting 100,000 points. Oh, okay. I'm, I, there might be more uh, ways to earn it, but that's the only way I was able to find. Like, I got, I think I ended up with two of them. But Well, the I'm not going to lie. I <laughs> totally save-stated at the beginning of every level. Well, I, tw towards the end of the game, I was like, all right, I'm running out of time. and I was just... I'm tired of playing the same level over and over and over again as they got larger and larger. Fair enough. Now, this game does have a bonus from the last one in that the levels, while are larger, there seem to be a lot more checkpoints throughout them. Yeah, the star posts are uh, very much more common. Like, and there's not just like one in each level. And know? those come back from the first game. They're pretty much identical. Mm -hmm. And if you die anywhere after hitting one of those in a level, when you restart, you'll start there. Yes, and uh, they also, if you have um, at least 50 rings, that when you run through it, then a little stargate kind of thing will open above it, and you can jump into the special stage, the bonus level. Yes, and there are how many bonus levels? Seven? One uh, for each Chaos Emerald? Yeah, yeah, we're up to seven Emeralds now. That's right, one more than the last game. And the bonus stages are there to gain those Chaos Emeralds, not unlike in the first game, their bonus stages. Right. Now, what makes this unique is that as we said, there are many of those checkpoints throughout the level. And every time you go through one of these warp zones, you reset to zero coins. Yeah. But if you get 50 more, you can go into the next warp zone at the next checkpoint. Yeah. 
And in fact, one of the, the playthrough I watched, the guy went through all of them in the first like level. Well, there's got almost all of his uh, gym rolls in the first one or two yeah, worlds. I made a, a special note because in the 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 first act of the first world has two, and the second act, you know, world one two has five star posts. So between those two, if you were good enough, you could get all the chaos emeralds in the first level. And these bonus levels were a like a demo, a tech demo that. Yuji Naka had developed after the first Sonic game. Yeah, they're a, you know, it's like a over shoulder or, you know, you're running away from the camera, third person, and you're in a kind of a half pipe tube running around Mm -hmm. collecting coins. It twists and turns and it looks pretty good for the time. Yeah, it's just, it's, you don't have a very long, like, unless you're just going straight, if there's any turning or or hills, you know, Mm -hmm. like your frame of, uh, vision is so low. The draw distance is nothing. You can't see until they're right there. Obstacles, that is. Rings or obstacles. There are rings to collect in them, and what you are given is a certain number of rings you must get by each goal. So at first it's like 30, then 40. And then, you know, if you get all of them through each of these times, you will be rewarded with one of the gems. And as they get harder, they add things like bombs and whatnot that will take away gems or slow you down. Yeah, I only got two, so, mm-hmm. it, like, I would still, like, I wasn't even excited, you know, when I'd be like, oh, I got 50, and I'm like, whatever. The, the difficulty <laughs> really ramps up on those levels, and I also did not get all of the gems. I'm sure that it's just memorize it, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. Once you have it memorized, it looks like it wasn't that hard, although the controls in here are different. Um, they are just a lot squirrelier. Yeah, there was a weird, like, um, tapping technique I had where I was like, hold it for this, you know, to, to aim myself where, what position I was. But obviously I only got two, so it wasn't working that well. Mm-hmm. So. Now, as we said, there is one extra chaos emerald in this one. And if you get all of the chaos emeralds, not unlike the first game, you get a better ending, right. but unlike the first game, there's actually something else to them. Yeah. And this is something I, I never knew until uh, last week. So <laughs> yeah. If you get all of the emeralds, then you can unlock the Super Sonic mode for Sonic. Yeah, where um, you turn you well, turn all yellow. It's totally a ripoff of Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, you're definitely Super Saiyan. Like your your stuff goes up like their hair. You yeah, know, your, your spikes coils. go up like Saiyan hair, and you turn blonde. <laughs> all of your fur turns blonde. Yeah, and uh, then it's it's really awesome. You are totally invincible to enemies and spikes. You. Um, move faster and when you move you're like flying yeah you have like twice the speed and jump distance and height um it's uh, pretty cool but Um, there is one downside you have to have over 50 rings to activate it but once activated once per second you lose a ring oh really it's a countdown timer i I didn't know that Uh, and then but if you get them while you're still in the supersonic form it will add to the counter gotcha so it's kind of could be like a balancing act if you're really good of making sure you have enough rings and then get, keep getting rings to keep it going. I was watching a guy play with some of it. And I was like, like, I, I mean, you're just, you fly through these levels so fast already. And then it's like, I don't know how you can, you'd have to know the levels pretty well, but oh yeah, you can just slaughter almost anything. As long as you know where the pit deaths are, you're just good to go. Definitely. All right, Nick, this is a franchise now. And in the heart of the Sega Empire, this is their mascot. Yes, yes. One would hope that they would put out a decent manual with this game. Um, yes, you would, and it's it's all right. Um, okay, it's much you know kind of similar to the Sonic One manual. It's you know this one's twenty four pages, a little longer, but it's you know again black and white. You get some screenshots and and enemy art drawn. 
Uh, yeah, the art, the enemies are. Okay, um, good. A few of them, not all of them, I don't think. But, um, you know, you get your story, uh, which is Robotnik is back. Um, and this time he's using animals that he's turned into robot workers to build his doomsday machine. Wait, isn't that what he did in the first one? I Yeah, I mean, it's something else. But this time it was... I don't, is the doomsday machine the, the difference? I think it's... It, I mean, they don't put a lot of... They spend more time explaining, like, Tails and Sonic's budding friendship, where it's like, suddenly he found... He, he was just as fast, and now they're buddies, and, you know, who yeah. cares? Who cares? Well, they do make a point at some point to say that Tails was always enamored by... Yeah, he's he a grew fan up as an idol of right. Sonic. <laughs> yeah, so. Which, this would probably be a good point to point out that, you know, as Americans, we almost universally call him tails right but in japan he is better known by his full name miles prower yeah they i mean that's on the the intro screen where it's like starring sonic and miles tails prower it's like i i didn't get the joke when i first heard it but miles per hour yeah it's is the kind of pun that the japanese love but the sega of america was too cool for (laughs) so they buried it as much as they could and then also interestingly this is the only place i could bring this up Apparently, they recently talked about the origins of Sonic and his history, and he was supposed to be like the nose art on Chuck Yeager's plane. Oh, oh, okay. Like, because he's kind of comes from the design of of World War II bombers and the nose art scene. Okay. And like, they wanted to tie him into the fastest man on the earth. You know, he broke the sound barrier. A bunch of weird stuff going on there. Uh, Sonic has inspired a lot of people with a lot of weird, you know, it's convoluted the farther into it you go, is his history, I guess. Or his future, because I, my son and I were at the store and he saw, he's like, oh, is that an Amy thing? And I said, sure. I don't, <laughs> I don't know any of the Sonic characters after Knuckles, so. Yeah, well, that's about where I, um. Who knows, maybe we'll get there one day, guys. Right, right. But, uh, anyhow, so this manual, you know, this is pretty simple gameplay. They explain it, how to get in and out of your, you know, one player, two player modes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they give you a little preview of the, uh. 10 zones that you know because that's one thing that's different now you have 10 zones that are for the most part two acts instead of before you know it was like each zone had three acts right sonic one but yeah you get that and some pretty vague bleh hints at the end so but and that's about all you get so it's okay i guess hmm i won't be checking it out then you shouldn't well nick what was your personal history with this game um, this was a game my family owned. Uh, my, my younger brother had it on his Sega Genesis, so I played it a pretty decent amount. Uh, I was never super into it and never beat it. Okay. I never played it until recently mm, and right was on. confused as to how it fit into the Sonic timeline of like, okay, Knuckles is in this game. No, it's Tails, Tails and Sonic, but you can't play as who and what and i always get yeah. this one confused with the third one and how they interact i'm not yeah i don't know i think you can you can play this one with knuckles if you had the add-on right yes you can because we did we had that too but i didn't mess with it that much right i, I remember being a little underwhelmed i was like knuckles looks awesome and he can like, glide yeah and i think he climbs or something <laughs> and climb i don't remember it's been a while what a bad ace na echidna then nick what was your more recent experience with this game um i uh, beat this game finally um I did cheat at the end in like the last two levels, but uh, that was about it. And I did it, and I did it all yesterday in one sitting. Oh wow! I mean, I took little breaks in between, like I was right. doing. I was doing laundry at the same time. So. Fascinating. Yeah, and interesting. Well, I played it in about two sittings, uh, all through the day on Sunday, and then into the evening. 
And uh, as I played it through the day, it was nice because I had my son pop in every once in a while to help me with a boss fight or just to get left behind as I spun through a level. Right, right. <laughs> uh, but then I did finish it up later that night, and um, I cheated a lot. My save stated at the beginning of every level, and then usually like once or twice in the middle of the level, especially for the later long ones. Right, right. Because they get so long, man. And I was not building up as many uh, lives as I as I had wanted to or did in the first game. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> so it was, yeah, I just did not want to play through some of those gigantic levels again. All right, here we are in the general chat portion of the show. And I'd like to start by saying that while this is a sequel to the game, this is, in my opinion, barely a sequel. It oh, is yeah. It's not a step up. It's just more of more of the same, really. I think it's a lot better than the first one, actually. <laughs> I uh, I really think that the Super Dash adds a lot to your mobility. Well, no, I agree. They do round off some of the rougher parts, and I agree. The Super Dash is awesome. And, uh, I mean, I, I like the the levels are even huger here. Um, mm-hmm. So, and... Well, you move through them so fast, though, but... Exactly. In the first game, going back to it here for the show really taught me that there's a lot of exploring to be done in those levels. And it's not just about going fast all the time. Yeah, right, right. This game ignores that fact. And while there is still some exploring, it's not the exploring that was in the first one. It is exploring new branches of a very fast path through the level. Well, yeah, it's different, yeah. They don't have any like shortcuts you could find, and you know, in like the previous one where certain levels like really sucked, but you're like, oh, later, you know, or maybe there are know. a few shortcuts as as you get through. But and I found out in watching, I never found them on my own. Oh yeah, but I mean, some of them were like I huge, know. yeah. But uh, yeah, and I mean, you get to see a lot more. You know, you have these like corkscrews and loops, and mm-hmm. you know, similar stuff that we've already, which isn't my favorite parts, where you just go into a ball sequence, you know. And I'm going to say the Sonic sprite's getting worse as they go on as well because they're <laughs> creeping towards that like Donkey Kong 64 look where really? it kind of has a pre-rendered style to him. I Man, okay. I, I think this looks great, uh, better than the first again, and I would get but no you, Donkey Kong vibes from this. I, I really like the sprites, specifically Sonic and Tails. Like, okay. Well animated, I thought. But. Now, the animation is great. I love all of the animation, like, especially for them going through the loops, through the corkscrews, when you do that uh, bounce and you jump and do a flip, kind of. Yeah, that weird like side flip. Side flip? That looks amazing. It does. I like, uh, especially like if you watch Tails his tails mm-hmm. like the way they fluff around certain mm-hmm. times like it looks really cartoonish and cool yeah and they have great new al- idol animations uh when, mm-hmm. when sonic falls asleep he looks extra annoyed so right cool. right yeah well you know edgelord but um i was so pumped to go back into the sonic universe but i didn't really like i don't know it just didn't grab me like the first one I like. I was kind of caught by surprise because you know i, I knew i played it before and the only i may have gotten past the mystic cave zone i remember the mystic Mm -hmm. cave zone from my youth i think i got to the next level but that was probably about it so i was like you know i'm gonna you know mess around with these a little bit and i would frequently stop to try to get you know more rings or whatever a little bit but you know i kept i thought i was like well i'll be back to play these early levels you know Mm -hmm. the first two maybe but i got through the first half of this game with like like, that was before i had to continue and like i kept getting all these lives so yeah there are a ton of free lives in this game i didn't feel the need to like farm around for them so i don't know well you definitely don't for i'd say the first five four or five yeah so five six seven starts getting kind of rough and that was once i got to 
not the second to last level. We'll, we'll talk about it when we get there uh, in level by level. But there was a point where I was like, all right, I have to start save stating because I don't want to start over. And I only have, mm-hmm. I earned two continues and I was, I had used my last one. Okay. By the time I got to uh, the last level and I know I would have run through that. So well, without cheating. <laughs> my two biggest problems with this game were that at many times I just felt like I was not in control. Where I was yeah. just like, I'm just going. Yeah, and I, I have, I'm just, I've gone through, I've just let go of the controller for half this level. And then on top of that, there are some, there are a couple levels where you backtrack out so much that I was totally confused. And I was like, am, there, I, am I going towards the goal of this level or not? I, you, I can never tell. You very much like, you're like, whatever, I just keep going. Just and keep as going. As long as you see rings or enemies, you know, you're heading somewhere <laughs> that you haven't been. And I mean, eventually... I just t- took it on faith because you really, it's very hard to backtrack in this game. There was a lot where... Even though it feels like you are. I felt like, uh, you know, I was like, I'm I'm lost. I was like, I'm going to have to come back and learn this level again. But most of the time when I was in those levels, I would just end up getting to the end anyhow. So Exactly. But that's the problem for me is I never felt like I was, like I knew how I got through it. Like if I sat down with someone else tomorrow and was like, hey, let's play this game. I'll show you how to get through it. I would have no no ability to. Right, right. Yeah. I would just be like, go. Yeah. Go yeah. more. <laughs> yeah. Um, and... Uh, which, I mean, I kind of like because it's like you have all these different paths and, you know, like there are, I think there's the typical grade of like the upper, middle and lower, even though they're crisscrossing all over the place. Right. And it's like, I would always try to stay on the top because that's generally, I think, the easiest or best. But it's also kind of hard because you have to really do leaps of faith and stuff. Oh, yeah, definitely a lot more. Now, the music in this game, uh, very similar to the music of the first game. But yeah. that is not bad at all because yeah. this is one of the best Sega uh, Genesis soundtracks there is. Mm, it's like high quality chiptunes, man. I love it. Yeah. yeah, and the songs, none of them get annoying. They are very full featured songs. Uh, it really shows that they pulled someone that was not in the looped game music uh, venue, and they right, pulled a, right. an outside producer in. It's it's great stuff. The I love the backgrounds too. Look great here. Um, now, as much problem I, as I have with the sprites creeping towards the uh, Donkey Kong Land that you don't see, uh, <laughs> the backgrounds I think are at their their you know better than the first one because there's so much more going on, much more color, and every background reinforces the distinct flavor of the level really well. Yeah, and. Um... You know, there's certain levels that are very busy, like mm-hmm. not necessarily the backgrounds, but, the, you know, the foreground as well. Yeah. But, uh, and especially when you're moving through them so quickly. You're just blasting through. But when you get the chance to kind of look at it, you're like, man, you know, th- there's extra like layers to the background that I, you know, you might not realize. I don't know, some parallax stuff. It, it looks good. It does. And of course, the sound effects are, again, another case of really using that uh, FM synthesis chip in the Genesis for good and not for evil. <laughs> bringing along that that same classic that bouncing boing noise is it's one of the best jump noises of all time yeah yeah and it's only made available on a, the genesis software or genesis hardware right that one golden all right guys this is the part of the show where we take a game level by level and the problem with sonic is that man it's almost impossible to describe how you get through the levels of this game. I still can't tell you many of them. Uh, I remember scenes or places, but... So we're going to talk about the zones in particular, and, you know, just how we feel about each zone and the things you encounter in them. And, of course, like every good Sonic game, you start in the Emerald Zone. That's right. Yeah, because this is the Emerald Hill Zone, which, what was before? The Green Hill Zone? 
Oh yeah, I you guess. know what I mean. They slightly changed the names, I think, but uh, it looks fundamentally the same. The graphics are a little better. You get some better uh, background stuff. You got some like cliffs, bushes, and trees back there, and but you're running over grass and the brown cliffs that we all checkered cliffs that everyone knows and loves. Yeah, and you're reintroduced to so many of the enemies that you fought in the first game. Yeah, we got the coconuts, robo monkeys. You know, um, there's fish that are called mashers and buzzers. RB robots, as you might imagine. Hmm. And just like the first one, when you destroy a robot, you break its shell and a tiny, cute animal pops out. Yeah, you're freeing the our, four, our, our fine furry friends, whatever. I don't know. And this level is very, very forgiving. I don't know if there's even a, a single pit death to be had in it. The first one, I mean, and again, you get some great looking waterfalls uh, in, this, in these levels. And the first one's pretty straightforward, I think. It's pretty cool, or wise in that it introduces you to all five of the items you'll see them all here Mm -hmm. in the very first level and then the second level well it it ramps things up a little bit but not too tough it really just introduces the fact that you're going to be using those loops a lot yeah and just how to use all the different forms of locomotion the springs that are going to launch you in the air from different angles Mm -hmm. the springboards there's a lot of these little movement things that we haven't really talked about but carry over from the first game yeah, and, uh, you know, you and your secret passages, you know, sometimes you can walk behind walls, you know, and things. You might see a few of those. Um, this is a level with five star posts. Yeah, so you can go star post crazy if you want to try to get all those emeralds in one, one go. But at the very end, uh, the second level of zone one is your first boss fight. Yeah, you get a Robotnik's uh, drill car. He's back, and he now has like a helicopter version yeah, he of, his little, of his little ship. Yeah, yeah. He will land in the little uh, boss vehicle, and then that's when the boss fight really starts. Yeah, and, and this one is pretty simple. You're just on a floor, and he comes. He has a drill on the front of his thing, uh, his little pod that he's, uh-huh. he's driving at you. So you jump over it. Don't touch the drill. It will hurt you. And jump on him. And This boss fight this? is so easy. Yeah, what are you, six hits, I think? I don't even know. I know they, they go up later towards the end, but... Later on, they're eight hits a piece, but right. this might be smaller. Either way, even if it was eight, even if it was 20, It'd this guy sucks. He will shoot the spike out or the drill. Yeah, I when noticed you blow that. Him up, so that's kind of a jerk move. So watch out for that. Right. But if you do destroy him, you get access to that weird giant uh, plunger container. Yeah, yeah. And you stomp on that thing and release the swarms of bunnies and. Yeah, and I was always impressed as a kid by the sheer number of animals that came out of those. Yeah, well, you know, and it's. Like with the uh, the coins when you get hit, there's just so many sprites going on, even if it does slow down a little, you know? Like, it's impressive. Like, I think that's something the Genesis could do better than the oh, Super yeah. Nintendo, you know? Oh, for sure. But once you have cleared the Emerald Zone, Emerald Hill Zone, you get to move on to the next zone. Yeah, the Chemical Plant Zone. And this is a gigantic zone. Yeah, and this, this is where they really, like... I didn't realize it until I looked at the map, where I was like, holy cow. Like, this is one where it's easy to get lost... But again, just keep pushing. We're like, I don't know where I'm going. Uh. <laughs> yeah, there are so many of these uh, twists and tubes and ramps and places that just take control and you just speed on through and you're going to go through like four loops and a corkscrew and boom, spits you right out. But the problem is, is this is the first one I encountered that has some pit deaths at the end of those huge speed runs. Well, and there's the part where 
I think it's on Act 2, but there's, like, some water parts where they get that purple water that comes up at the bottom. Yeah, we'll get to that. Like, um, Not a fan. I, that's something, I rem- a specific spot I remembered from my childhood. But Well, let's get straight into that because, yeah, on the, the fir- second part, they add water to this equation, which doesn't seem that bad. Yeah, it's like you'll run through this area and you'll be like, this is pretty easy. And then you get to the end and it starts filling up and you have to kind of race it up when you have those block puzzle mm-hmm. kind of, you know, those rotating block chains. And much like the first game, you have a certain amount of time you can be underwater before you run out of breath. Which is still just as horrifying. Yeah, that the sound is awful. And then on top of that, your jump is now changed. There's mm-hmm. more resistance in the water. And then it's like... You go up that that little path, and then it's like you have to go back left over the area you just ran. So if you fall in the water, you have to Which circle is back. And easy to do because at the end of that path, there's a bunch of um, platforms that fall away from under you. And uh, I yeah. went through this area more times than I would have liked. When I when I first got here, I was like, I was like, this seems familiar. And the first time I fell down, I was like, oh crap, I remember now. But I luckily um, spent so much time on it as a youth that I was like, all right, I just got to remember. Keep cool. Just walk on these things. Don't don't try to blast over it in one thing. For once, right. take it slow here. And then right after that is a checkpoint. So if you can get through there to that checkpoint, you'll be okay. Yeah. And um, there, I mean, and like we said, this level is really big, but it's not long because you have so many of those like spinner things that like propel you. Like yeah, that's the, one thing we forgot to mention. There's like uh, well, it's like the what propels the. Viking ship ride. Yeah, that's at exactly. Amusement park. <laughs> that's exactly what I was. There it's just like these it's spinning set, tires, right? Like, they blast you out. But so, I this was another level I expected. I was like, I'll be back here to farm stuff later when I'll need it. But I Even never if they're did. Too like, quick. You, you can see little things. They tease you on the way. You're like, oh, items. The know. one other thing I want to point out about this level is it's the first time where they have those shifting blocks that make up an entire row of blocks you have to get around. Right. They, they rotate, and I hate those because you can get pinched. And that's a one hit oh, kill. Oh yeah, yeah, that can happen. So you got you got to watch yourself. Now the very end of this level, though, there is a boss. Yeah, this guy, uh, you know, it's Robotnik again. Surprise! Uh, this level, there are those uh, falling platform floors on the left and right sides of the floor when you're fighting the boss. So you got to watch out for those. Yes, because I also died the first time I got here. Because uh, <laughs> if you run straight into that room as fast as you can, you oh, will just. Right. Go off the edge and die. Yep. Um, so be keep your head about you. And but this suit, I mean, I don't know. This vehicle is a weird one because he has like a, a robot arm that's holding a weird blue jar of like liquid water. I don't know. It fills up and then he drops a drop yeah. down at you. Uh, this guy's really easy because he's slow and you can just pound right into him like jump, jump. You know. Yeah. You don't have to jump over onto his head. Yeah. It's when you can hit him from below and just destroy him yeah you will have heart uh you i would just take the hit recollect your rings and yeah. keep going at yeah. him it's you can beat him in 10 seconds hopefully and if you do you get to free those wonderful tiny creatures and move on to the next zone the underwater something zone or oh, the aquatic ruin zone the aquatic ruin zone um this might be my favorite level uh it's really cool looking it's very atlantis yeah. well you've got like you know your brown and orange like room you know blocks and stuff but there's a lot of you know, you got waterfalls, these like pillars, these foliage, you know, you get a bunch of like branches and bushes that are in the way. So mm-hmm. it's just a cool looking, you know, well, mountains and forests in the background. This level was a nice change of pace because there were no pit deaths. Yeah. that Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't have to worry about that as, as much leisurely. I don't think there's really any new uh, mechanics that come into play in this level besides the 
Yeah. Well, there's there is one of my least favorite enemies. They're called grounders, and they are a oh, little the, the drill tank dudes. Yeah, there are a lot of new enemies, but you know, no new blocks or anything like that. Right. But, yeah, right. those grounders. Ooh, they will come. They'll just bust right out of a wall and hit you. You know, you if you know they're there ahead of time, but they're usually placed in areas where it's like you're blasting around a corner and then boom. Yeah. Grab that ring and jump over them. <laughs> and, and this is the point of the game where I was not getting those extra men from rings anymore. That's oh, right, saying. right. Yeah. I like this. At least the first one uh, act has kind of, you know, you have multi-paths, but it's like you can, you go underwater here, but it's not nearly as stressful as no, the other one. Not, you know? not, not nearly as bad. And you'll see, I think this is where you, you'll start to see the air bubble areas, like in the, the first one where mm-hmm. you can refill your air. The second one has some sweet uh, swinging chain platforms that you ride on in certain parts. But... I don't know if I would refer to them as sweet, because anytime you have to jump from one platform to another, that's my least part favorite part of this game. Really, man? Yeah, I just don't like his jump. His short jump is just too funky for me. I gotcha. I don't know, man. It just never felt right. Okay. <laughs> it's not my jump. Yeah, this level's fun, but there's nothing that really sticks out as really painful or too amazing to me. I think it's just pretty, but... It definitely is. And then at the very end, what's up with this boss? This is a weird boss. Um, this is a big uh, robotic flying pod with a big hammer on an arm that it uses to pound two. There are two totem poles on either side of the room, and it, it hits them. They'll shoot out an arrow. Yeah, it's, it's a very odd mechanic uh, because he's not attacking you directly at all. No, yeah. It's just devoiding the arrows that shoot out of the totems. And then you can use those arrows to as platforms to jump up and hit him. Which you have to. That's the only way to reach him. Yeah. He's, he's not close enough to the ground for you to do any uh, type of jump to him. And this is a little trickier than what we've dealt with before because you are dealing directly with a, an object that can hurt you. But right, right. I, I wouldn't say it's hard. No. <laughs> by any no. stretch of the imagination. You take this hammer man down. You free your giant container of creatures. And then you're um, you're off to the Casino Night Zone, which is a gorgeous. Uh, this might level. be my favorite set of levels. You've got a some of the best music, and yes. you know the background. You got like city nighttime cityscapes. Everything's so like gold and bright, and you know like neon lights and mm-hmm. stuff. Like it's very uh, makes me feel like being in an arcade again, kind of. And they add a lot of the Sonic Pinball stuff in this level in a way that was not as annoying as the first game. Yeah, which I was not a big fan of and here it's not it's it's much more palatable I think because Definitely. They don't just put you in and there are a few areas where I'm just like bouncing off these bumpers like uh, eventually I'll get there but But the ability to do that spin dash if you get stuck at the bottom. Yeah. And there are a lot more um forgiving bumper areas I think that let you bounce up. Yeah, and, and there's not, like, areas where you're like, well, I guess I'll just keep running in this loop up, building, slowly getting more momentum for each. Yeah. You don't um, have to worry about the that. The other one thing I <laughs> wanted to, like, point out that I love is the slot machine. Yeah, yeah. You can get lots of neat, uh, uh, several prizes. I don't know what they are. Right, or you, if you get uh, Dr. Robotniks, you can get a, uh, a negative effect as well. Yeah, yeah. But this level is so sprawling. I mean, it is huge. There's not a lot of paths, though. I think there's really, like, only a top path and a bottom path. Kind yeah, of they just one. snakes around a little. But it is just gigantic. Like, the first half of it alone, the stage one. <laughs> yeah. Like, I couldn't believe how much level there was. There's so much real estate in a lot of these. Like, And I like here, too, where you get those, like, it's not just the bumpers with the plungers. Or you have the, like, plunger, like the pinball, where it's like you charge it up. And then, yeah. it, it, you know, it springs you out. Like, it's pretty fun. And then, you know, we'll see elevators, start encountering some elevators here, but especially in Act 2, there's a bunch of, like, you can go up, down, like, where am I? I don't know. I kind of like that lost feeling. Right. 
But yeah, once you get into the second level of the casino zone, you definitely have to start dealing with a lot more enemies. Isn't that just the fun bounce around? Yeah, you'll from one see. To the uh, other? There were those crab guys. They're like they're called crawl, where it's like they have a shield on one arm mm-hmm. and a thing where it's like they're hard to actually hit. I always bounce off and just, just run go past. <laughs> same here, man. But while you're bouncing and reflecting around, eventually you will come to a pretty unique boss, um, which is actually a pinball boss fight. Right. And I like this one a lot. Yeah. It's like he's, you're in a little pinball area, a little pinball room fixture Mm -hmm. where you can keep, you know, you have to reflect yourself up. It's kind of hard to hit him because you're bouncing around a lot and he drops little spike balls. That's the thing. It's kind of hard to be hit too. So I I didn't really mind. Yeah. um, It it was uh, not too bad. I think six hits will take him out. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think they do make it pretty forgiving since you do have that bit of a bit of lack of control there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's flippers right in the bottom, but I always just use my spin dash to. Yeah, because you can time that a lot better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you defeat this form of him, and like every time, he escapes by the skin of his teeth. <laughs> Coward. You do uh, get to free those cute tiny animals. They pour over the screen, and you get that wonderful graphic showing you that you're moving on to the next zone. The hilltop zone. Yes. this uh, I like this level. Um, it kind of reminds me of the marble zone um, in Sonic 1 because you got like blue cliffish, you know, ground blocks. You, you get your oh, yeah. lava. And there, but the there's a bunch of cliffs and pine trees in the background looking good. Now, this is the first introduction of lava to the game. Oh, right. Okay. And lava is no joke. No, no. It is not. Um, I w- what is also not a joke. You can land on it if you're invincible. If Right, right. But yeah, if you, not, that's death. You get off of there as soon as you can. Yeah. yeah. Um. This, I think, this level has the worst music in the game as well. Okay. It has a weird, like, I'm like, were you going for harmonica? It just sounds like a weird. I don't know. Not a fan. But fair enough. Moving along, <laughs> um, you'll see all those weird, like, spike dudes in this level. That where it's just like a cone, oh, drill yeah. cone, like little bug. They're called spikers. Eh. I don't like them at all because they're are they impossible to kill, or do you have to roll into? I them? I think you can roll into them, but and there are some enemies like that. But I almost never even mess with them because I've always screwed that up. Yeah. yeah, if you don't, if you pull out of that roll too early or anything, you're taking the damage. So it's just always easier to jump over them. Well, it's like if you start pressing a direction. If you're on the ground, like, you'll stop rolling and start running again. So I'm, I'm always just too superstitious, I guess. Yeah. Now, one thing that is interesting about this level is there aren't uh, many paths through it. There's, yeah, like, your is... bonus path up top if you can, you know, sneak your way through some areas. But otherwise, it's mainly the same path for everyone all the way down through the bottom area. Yeah. Um. This this zone does introduce those, like, zip line That's platforms. what I was going to talk about next, yeah. Yeah. They're pretty fun. Yeah, they look cool, definitely. But again, they're just more flavor. They don't really change much of the gameplay. Right, right. So the second area, very similar to the first. There are definitely more danger spots. There's a giant pit in the middle. Right. That, that cost me a life. You. Uh, this has more paths, too. It's not as oh, straightforward. Definitely. There's like four paths through it, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and there's definitely more areas that are going to just spit you up and spin you through. Yeah, you get a lot of those tubes mm-hmm. in the, in the, inside the rocks. Yes, you do. Towards the end, you do get to zip line a lot, and uh, that will zip you on over to two small lakes of lava. Oh, yeah. And this is where you'll be fighting the next form of Dr. Robotnik's evil machinery. Yeah, I call this his lava sub. <laughs> That's a very fitting, fitting <laughs> name for it, because it is a submarine that sometimes has a little periscope, Yeah, and it hangs out in the lava. Yeah, he moves up. He basically will rise up, 
shoot some he has like a little fire gun that'll shoot out and then as he it'll start to drop and then he'll drop these little balls that'll come out and set one of the set like half of your ledge on fire you just have to avoid those right this one um i i died uh not a whole bunch but a, a few times i i was having trouble because of the tails ai mm-hmm. where it would be like i would jump him and hit him right and then bounce up and then i'd be going for a second hit but Tails would go in there and hit him. And then while he's invincible, I would fall through him into the lava, into the lava get hit. And huh. then I was like, it, it kept, it started happening to me. I had to change how I fought this guy because it was happening to me so frequently. See, this is one of the ones where I still had my son backing me up and I just let him attack him. Right. Just go I stand just, in there. Just and... stood on the side and avoided the fire. <laughs> nice. Worked out quite well. Really, this guy's not bad. This is the start of where I feel like the bosses. They're not hard, but they definitely they are seem easier. Like they'll trick you into trying to be like, oh, I can just tear them up real fast mm-hmm. and it'll mess you up. Or it did for me anyways. Well, if you take your time or you just have your son come in and help cheat through <laughs> it, you can beat this boss. You can save all those cute little animals and move on to the next zone. Yeah, Mystic Cave Zone. Mystic Cave Zone. This is a cool looking level. Yeah, you get... Um, it's like you have mine tracks on the floor, but they very uh, they took the high road and didn't use any minecart level. I know mechanics. It's so. Very nice. <laughs> you got some like torches in the background. You're in a cave. Uh, I like the the lightning bugs, firefly guys. That you know they're just little insect mm-hmm. guys that are flying. They they won't hurt you unless the lights on. I think they're cool. Yeah, and this level I think was a nice change of pace because you definitely know exactly where to go through this one. It's all very clear. While there are different paths, it's like there's the top path, the middle path, and the bottom path. Yeah, and you're not like blasting by all this stuff real fast. Like, what was that? No, this is one where you can kind of slow down, walk, explore, you know. Take you get your time. some uh, collapsing bridges here. Mm-hmm. And, and you'll see those like vine switches you jump on and pull them down. Yeah, those are cool looking. Yeah, they like open a drawbridge or something. This has one of my most hated enemies. They're called Crawlton. Mm-hmm. There are these blue centipedes. Oh. Where it's like you won't even see them. You'll just be going and then you'll get hit and you'll see it like retracting where you're like, oh, you you bastard. Yeah, yeah. Definitely lost a few rings of those guys. Yeah, yeah. And then Act 2 is a much more weaving-like level. Uh, now, this is the one where you can get kind of lost and turned around a bit. Definitely. But Sonic knows the way to go and that is fast. And if you'll eventually make it to the boss. Interesting boss again. They, they're really starting to think outside the box here. Yeah, this is the first one that gave me a little trouble um, because it's like Dr. Robotnik's coming down out of the ceiling and mm-hmm. you'll have rocks falling. Yes. Which the rocks don't hurt you, but the stalactites will. Yes. So watch out for those. And you, you, know, you can hit him when he's coming down, but he has like drill bits. Yep. Right? Watch out for the drills. You can hit him a few times when he's coming down, like... But the problem with this guy is there's a lot of time where he's just inaccessible. Yeah, and don't get greedy. Like, you'll think, you know, it only takes eight hits to beat him, so you might want to try to be like, I can hit him three or four times per thing. Go for for two. Two is the safe way to go, and just avoid the spikes. You'll be fine. Yeah, it's this this one is all about playing it safe and waiting. You don't want to just run in there like with the first couple. Yep. And hopefully you defeat this guy. You pop open that giant container. The cutest, animal in the, the cutest animals in the world pop out. They run back to their homes. You can turn to the oil ocean zone. Um, now, this is very clearly a Middle East um, oil refinery. It has some weird Egyptian-sounding music, which I'm like, might be a little, a little mixed, mixed, mixed uh, <laughs> signals there. But it's a pretty cool-looking level. I really like the the hot, like the background has a sun with like heat waves on it. Like, it yeah, looks, it looks really cool. Well, and this one, it's a it's an interesting spaced 
set of levels because there are some some leaps you're going to be taking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this might be the first level that introduces the fans, which either hinder your movement forward or give you that push to make an extra large jump. And right. I right. find those to be frightening. I, I don't know. I know that they always are giving you a way to get across a gap, but I I never feel safe. No, I don't either. Jumping either. blind in this game. <laughs> you'll have uh, this. Also has the big oil slick slides you'll go down. Yeah, those are cool. Yeah. Um. There's a. This also starts this like foreground, like there's this like brown tubing and stuff that's really yeah. distracting. Like yeah. you can't see anything behind it, and I'm like, ah, I'm, is that solid? I don't know. I, I wasn't a fan of that necessarily. No, and that's also I think how they hide some of their like uh, secret paths or shortcuts. Well, and this also, okay, this is the part where you will get to. You'll have those like platforms that are on like a jet, like those. They're like a green one, and it'll shoot up and land. Yeah. You get on some of those, but eventually you'll find your way to the Checker Cannons. Mm. Reminds me a lot of Mr. Uh, Donkey Kong Country's Barrels. I They're was like, almost identical. To their credit, at least you can see the one you're supposed to jump into, and it's just like, it moves you here. You know, like, there was lots of levels with tubes that you well, go through and, and come out. it's more just like the tubes. It's not, it's, yeah. it's there's no, like, timing with the right. Donkey Kong stuff, so... I'm definitely more of a fan of this version. Yeah, it's not as bad as before, but it's also like, just come on, man. Just, I don't know. Yeah, and this level to me was also just very confusing. I I was never sure. I'm like, I guess I'm just going to keep moving. I think I'm going the right way. Trust yourself. You'll get there. It just all looks so similar. Yeah. In this one. And then when you get to Act 2, you'll see those big where it's like the floor is like a tube with that big spiked ring moving across left and right. Oh, yeah. You have to jump over them. Like, Mm -hmm. they're not... I don't know. They, they always would sneak up on me in certain points when I'm running fast and just run face first into it. The one thing that really got me in the second level of this zone was I died pit death wise more often than I really wanted to. Oh, yeah. I would just, I, I was really getting to the, the zone of running, taking a jump, and then no, there is no bottom <laughs> to any of this map. Oh, right, right. You know, so you just kind of have to be more careful in that aspect of it. Sure, sure. Then if you make it to the end of this level, you are treated to yet another more interesting dr robotnik fight yeah this is an oil sub kind of guy um (laughs) Mm -hmm. and you are fighting him on a a series of platforms over the oil yeah and he'll he'll come up there's like a claw it extends out there it actually shoots it out at you yeah and then there's a laser that'll come up and kind of move around and shoot at you yeah pretty quick it's you can trick it easily enough uh i would try to stand as close to it as possible when it was coming up so that when it fired i could just jump back and be very safe right i i played this one I, I remember beating it the first time because after the previous lava sub adventure mm-hmm. like i could see my, i almost was doing the same thing to myself here where i jump down bounce off tails hits him and i was like nope that's enough back off like get your hit in then back away take your two hits this might be where the bosses start taking eight hits i'm not 100 percent, but right he is uh not a very tough one no because while he does have the claw and the laser they're both really easy to avoid yeah so just don't fall in the, the the oil, and you should be all right. Yep. And now you can go to Superman's home, Metropolis Zone. This is a, another, like, high-tech place. Uh, <laughs> and the weird part is, is actually, this is a three-level zone. Yeah, this is the one with three acts, which surprised me. I remember when I, after the, I, I beat the second act, and I was like, wait, there's no boss here? And I was like, oh, that that's easy. And then it was like, act three, and I was like, oh, jerks. Mm-hmm. You see a lot of, uh, you know, this is like pistons, tubes. It's almost a steampunky looking level up. Yeah, I don't know why like, they call it. I mean, are they going for like Fritz Lang's Metropolis? <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, the silent film masterpiece? I really, um, 
I really like it. this level has those like wire frame like cylinders you're running on the inside. Those of. are cool, you know, like, and fun. That was a neat neat effect. I thought. Oh, definitely. Now, is this also where they introduced the bolts um, that you have to run yep, on? Yep. Where you have to roll, re- up, rotate the. Not as fun. No, man, and uh, because they take forever, and they're always placed near enemies that shoot things. Yeah, like those starfish. I hate the starfish so much. This has three of my most hated enemies. These levels. I lost so many rings to those starfish after, like, when I didn't even notice they were like after I've moved past them. Yeah, or those uh, the crabs that extend their spiky uh, (laughs) claw out. I hate those. And then one of my least favorite enemies of all are those stupid. They're called slicers. They're the praying mantis guys. Oh yeah, they look cool. Yeah, and they shoot their blades off in that weird arc. arc. Like it can follow you kind of like, oh my gosh. It goes too high into your jump. Like you think you can jump over it, but I don't know if you can. I You have to be so fast. Like if you don't kill them instantly and bounce off or just keep going once they shoot their thing, like they're not worth your time. They're a no. pain, a no. real pain. This level has those steam powered like springs on it yeah. where you stand. Like, and then it builds up the pressure and then shoots you off. Similar to um, jumps you had in one of the previous levels, but you know. Right, right. But this one is also definitely more maze-ish. All of the ones here in the Metropolis zone are... They're huge. Huge, yeah. and there's so many different paths to get through it. And the, yeah, you'll start seeing those, like, I don't know if they're, they're it's not really a conveyor, but it's like they're on the pulley platforms where it's, you're like going up and down a loop, mm-hmm. kind of see a lot of that stuff. And, or those really big gears. Yeah, the ones on their side. Um, they look pretty cool, but man, when you actually are moving on them, it is really choppy. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's very disorienting. So I stayed away from them. Yeah, I can definitely understand why you would do that. Now, um, you know, level two, so much more of the same. I think they do add the gears you have to uh, ride on sideways mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. go around, and um, you know, not not another, not not too many other new mechanics. But as you get into level two and then to three, they just become more and more massive, and there becomes more branching paths. Yeah, yeah, but it's a real. They are truly a beast. I'm not sure why they put three in here, but man, just take your time. Mm-hmm. You can make your way through it. Oh yeah. And at the end of the third zone, yeah, Dr. Is, Robotnik is waiting once again. This is a weird one where he has his, like, clone pods he drops. He, like, clones himself, those little ones. Yeah, so he's in his flying ship, and then he drops little versions of himself down to attack you. And at first, you think he's going to eventually swoop down or something, but he doesn't. No, no. He just stays up there the whole time, and you must use those pods to bounce off of to hit the bottom of his ship. Yeah, and I mean, they can build up uh, if you let them, but they die in one hit, so they're pretty simple. Yeah, I thought this boss was actually pretty easy once you know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Take them down, free your animals, and then you can move on to the Sky Chase Zone, which... Wow, so, okay. Not not a fan of this level. (laughs) Okay, well, okay, here's the thing. I almost had a heart attack when this level started, because I was like, (laughs) am I going to be doing platforming up here in the sky, tiny area? Yeah, your Sonic is standing on... A biplane on mm-hmm. the wings that Tails is flying. Yes, and from this point on, you can't play with Tails. By the way, I don't think. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. either way, when you move, Tails moves the biplane around. So it's really just an auto-scrolling level. But you also can like spin or jump on the plane. It's yeah. Tricky. I actually thought this was pretty easy. Uh, it's because not too bad. None of the enemies really requ- offer much resistance, and they they come in a slow moving path towards you yeah they're not like a instant surprise like in all the previous levels it's just about like you you might get stuck 
and just have to run into an enemy at some point. But mm-hmm. it's pretty, I mean, and you're moving, like, this feels like glacial compared to the rest of the game. Oh, yeah. So. And then <laughs> at the end, it's kind of cool because you do, like, a loop around this ship. And you're, you know, fighting parts of it. You're avoiding parts of it. Yeah, the so, airship thing. So that is cool. Yeah. But then it's immediately followed up by its sequel. Yeah, there's no boss here. You're just dropped off at the Wing Fortress Zone. And that's when I actually had the heart attack. Because my worst dreams of what was going to happen in the last level is this level. Oh, yeah. Well, here, like, it starts off where it's like you have to get off that plane. And yeah. I kept screwing it up. Where it's like if you try to run too fast... You know, the plane will start to, it'll get hit by, there's like lasers or something coming and it'll start to sink. And you can, I I definitely screwed myself quite a few times. So you get onto this giant air fortress and then you have to deal with like wind currents and all kinds of goofitude that I was just not a fan of. I mean, and it took me at the very beginning, you, you know, you can go into inside the, the giant plane ship, the, whatever it is, airship and you move around, then you're going on the bottom and you, there are these little like bars you got to hang on to. Yeah. And uh, I didn't know what they were, so I kept like this is where you'll see those little launchers too. They're mm-hmm. like a floor platform that'll just slam you forward and you'll go flying. Yeah. And to like, your death. Yeah. And I thought I was like, there's got to be a way to use all that momentum to get across oh. this leap when you're going underneath the, the right. jets. And and then when I finally figured it out, I was like, oh. Now you got to do the handholds, and then the wind catches you, and you do your little spinaroony through the air. <laughs> It can be tough. You'll see, uh, you know, and there's lots of those, like, hooks, crane levers pulling you up and down, uh, propellers that can hurt you. Yeah, I I was not a fan of this level at all. It's tough, man. And but then you get to the end of it. And now you got a relatively tough boss, man, where you uh-huh. see uh, <laughs> it's Dr. Robotnik has these, like, he's standing on one side of, like, a force field. Like, yeah. you're boxed in, and this he's laser... Right comes out of the ceiling that'll shoot a beam but there's also three spiked platforms moving around they're spiked on the bottom yeah the, so, you, you can't hurt them at all no you they will kill you if you touch them unless Correct. you land on top so it's like you have to jump on these platforms while they're weaving in and out not hit the other ones hopefully hit this thing when it exposes its weak point which is right before it emits a laser beam straight down and chases you kind of around the room it took me a little while, man. I'm right there with you, buddy. It was it was much more rough than I had expected. Because I really wanted to be able to just like, again, it always traps me where I'm like, oh, I'm getting real close. I'm just going to blast him three or four times. Don't do it. No. Take one or two, maybe, and then just play it safe. Yeah. And uh, once you have defeated this thing, oh, you're going to get your hands on Dr. Robotnik. Or so you think. The energy field, as it's dropping, he drops into a little escape hatch. Yeah, you go... <laughs> Yeah, and he gets on into like a big spaceship, like a rocket. Yeah, it looks pretty awesome. And he goes flying, and you run after him, and and are able to. No wait, Tails, Tails flies you up there. You you are you take the biplane up, and then jump from it to the rocket. Hold on to the rocket as the rocket goes to the space station. Yeah, which is the Death Egg, the horrible, horrible, lame version joke of the Death Star. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you are such a badass that you held on to this rocket. Till it docks at the space station. In space, man. You jump off the rocket. You are now in the egg star. Yeah. The, the death egg. <laughs> yeah. And, well, you have two fights ahead of you. Yeah. First, you're going to fight an evil robot version of yourself. Yeah, Mechasonic. This guy gave me a lot of trouble at first, but really? this was a boss that... Well, pretty quickly, I was like, wait, no, I got this now. This Once is... you know the secret, which I figured out pretty early on, this guy is very easy, I thought. 
Well, he has the exact same patterns. So yes. he, he'll either roll, he'll roll at you in mm-hmm. like a buzzsaw form. Yes. Or he will do these weird run things. Mm-hmm. Or, um, and, and at any point, his his head will hurt you. It kind of turns into a buzzsaw yeah, when he does his like, run. You got to hit him in like the face. Yeah, so you have to hit him in his face zone. But that's an easy jump. And when you're close to him, you just have to wait for him to be done with his little movement animation. Yeah. Then you have a moment to hit him. And it's like, you can then run away. You can get him like three times here. Or yeah. Do, 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 then get off and wait. Um, at first, I thought, oh, there's no way you're going to have to beat him every time you want to fight the real boss. That's impossible. But pretty quickly, this guy gets really easy. Yes, very much so. Because you defeat him. Then you do fight the real boss of this game, Dr. Robotnik himself. And now he's not in a ship. He's not in a sub. He is in a mech suit. A mech suit designed to look just like himself. (laughs) It's pretty awesome. Um, It's a big, yeah, big robot. I mean, who doesn't want a mech suit on (laughs) himself? I even built my own Lego mech suit that looks like me as a mech suit. Man, you live in the dream, man. I know. Mech dreams. Uh, this boss is tough, man. Yes. I cheated a lot here. I was like, I'm not going back through all that again. Yeah. Um, well, parts of it are tough. Parts of it I thought were not that bad. It just depends on what attack it's doing. Yeah, it's, he's just, I think he's hard to attack safely. Yes, because you have to hit him in like his weird belly front zone. But he has his two arms that, that are spiked. And it's like you have like a window where they're both like back. not extended. And, and it's, it's a very weird timing. It is, man. I could not, it took me a really long time to be able to do it reliably. It's very much a patience game. You are spending the vast majority of this fight waiting for the opportunity to attack, not being on the offensive. Yeah, because this jerk takes 12 hits. He is So he stands there with his spike hands coming in and out, but that's not his only attack. No, no. He um, Oh, he also, um, he'll do this, like, he'll jump out of the screen and then a little crosshair will come down to you and follow you around. A la Battletoads. Yeah, and when it finally, like, zeroes in on you, that's when you got you got to move because that's where he will come stomping back in. Which is kind of weird. I thought it would be, like, a missile or something. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, was he targeting his jumps? It's, yeah. But I, I found that those were very easy to, to dodge. Yeah. Compared to trying to wait for that timing of his hands, this is the part I was like, yeah, sh- shoot me with this all you want. I can, I can get out of yeah, the way, no yeah. problem. And then when he lands, he'll do a kind of, like, he'll shoot his arms out at you. Mm-hmm. But as soon as he lands, if you just head to the... Other end of the screen, they won't reach you, and you'll be fine. Wonderful. So if you're very patient or very skilled, you will make it to the end and defeat the Robotnik mech, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) Yes. Dr. Robotnik himself is put down, and apparently he hit some sort of self-destruct mechanism when you defeated him. Yeah, you got to... Yeah, so Sonic's hauling hauling butt out while stuff's exploding around him. Yes. You get a little... uh, and and then it's like you get some like black and white like character scenes. Like. Okay, so there's the explosion, and then there's like this weird cutscene shown through sepia tones of like tails hanging out with some birds. Yeah, <laughs> and then like the birds like, hey, that thing's exploding. Get in your plane. He's like, I should get in my plane. He gets in his plane and flies to the sky. I don't know why any of this was included. You could have just <laughs> had tails flying in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah. You, you so you get there. And you just, you're falling from the sky, and, and, you know, like a, a skydiver with no parachute. But luckily, good old Tails is there. He's got your back. Swoops in, you land on top of his plane, and you fly into the, the screen. And you get a, da-da, like, then the credits start. Yeah, which is nice. You get uh, full credits. So there is a separate ending if you have all the Chaos Emeralds. And I did watch it. Mm-hmm. And what happens is, when you blow up the ship, when you blow up the space station... You do not fall back to Earth as a skydiver. You are shooting back to Earth 
in supersonic form. Oh, okay. I did see that. And yeah. then when Tails pulls up in his plane, you fly alongside him. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. And it, it is it is a lot cooler, but, you know, I, of course, like you, only got the cheese ending. Mm-hmm. Well, it's time to review this game, and we always use the classic Nintendo Power Reviewing System with four categories, each category having a possible score from 0 to 5, starting with graphics and sound. I give this a 5.0. I gave it a 4.0. Okay. I should have given it a 4.5, because I gave Sonic a 5.0. And the only reason I'm going to ding it is that that weird creep that I noticed that you don't say exists. I, I didn't see it. I'm not saying it's not there. <laughs> uh, I, the, the characters are starting to change into that fake CGI look to me. And some things are starting to give, get a little more of that pre-rendered kind of quality that I just want some beautiful sprites. Now that is a nitpick because really I should put this back to a 4.5 because the sound is amazing. The levels are gorgeous and everything looks great when you're zooming along. Yeah, man, I, I was really, uh, I was really impressed. So I two thumbs up. All right, what did you rank it in play control? I gave it a 3.5. I gave it the same as I gave the first game, a 2.5. Because I would like to note that just adding that spin dash is not enough for me. I really like the spin dash. I do. Yeah. I like it, but it doesn't solve my biggest problem with the game. And that is those weird short jumps. I didn't, man, I didn't run into it, man. I, I like, I know that there's, and there, I feel like there's more platforming areas, you know, yeah. like with those jumps, but it was like the jumping was never my problem. I, I always did stupid things or, you know, like more power to you, brother. I don't know. I, but like I said, I did play this one actually relatively extensively in my youth. So maybe I was just used to stuff. Maybe, you know, he still has that short range momentum problem, but giving that fix does certainly help. Having that spin dash makes so much of this game more playable. All right, Nick, what did you rank the challenge factor of this game? I actually wrote down 3.5, but I might lower it to a 3. Like, I put 3.5. I think, um, well, it's, like, I was surprised. Like, I was able to blast through the first half pretty easily. But later you... on, it gets, you know, levels start getting pretty big. Right. But without cheating, I could have, I, I feel like I would have made it to at least the Metropolis Zone. Maybe, mm -hmm. you know, towards the end sequences, but that's where... Without cheating, you're going to want you like farm out some continues and stuff early on, or just get supersonic if you can pull that off. And yeah, definitely. There are a lot of checkpoints, which is the the bonus for me. But there's too many uh, pit deaths and instant deaths from crushes or or you know things like that these days. Mm -hmm. Finally, we have theme and fun, Nick. Um, I give it a four point five. I gave it a three point five. I said it's pretty good, but I just did not find it as innovative as the first game. They really doubled down on the speed and that mm -hmm. kind of stuff, but they left behind some of the things I liked more, which was the fact that you could explore if you wanted. Right, right. Um, yeah, I I just liked the, I thought it was fun, fast action, man. Uh, get cruising through. I really liked uh, the levels. I, I liked the level design better. I think they helped to hide your shortcomings more than the previous ones. And, you know, I like I said, I didn't really poke around to explore much, So, but I, I know the levels are huge, so there's got to be something out there. I don't know. I think it's fun, fine, fun, fun action. And then my final question is the same every show. Nick, should you play this game? I think so. It's a part of a one of the big franchises, and it's I was pretty good on the fence. But I decided to go with yeah, play this game and just skip Sonic One. Yeah, I mean it's got everything Sonic One has in it. 
Yeah, yeah. I just mean, slightly better, I, I guess, in some ways. I could see that, yeah. I didn't rank it as high in the fun factor, but I think that's my fault, not it. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I think I had different expectations coming into it. And if I would have gone in with the original Sonic expectations of just move fast and keep going, I think I would have had a different yeah, experience. One thing, too, is like this is about where I feel like I dropped off with playing Sonic games. Like, I, I know I played the third one a little bit, but I so I don't know where it goes from here, you know? Well, At one least, day, Nick, yeah. I think we might find out. Next week's game will be Sunset Riders for the Super Nintendo. So find a copy of this game any way you can, friends. Grab your controllers and play along. And remember, guys and gals, you can always get a hold of us via email at uh, cartridgecommand at gmail.com. And we'll read your emails and maybe get back to you. You can also contact us on Facebook, where we'd love to hear your thoughts on this game, uh, the podcast, or just your experiences, you know, playing this when you were younger or last week. Yeah, yeah. You were younger last week, so. Weren't we all? There's always an update of when the show drops on Twitter at Cart Command. And we always appreciate any reviews you leave us on the iTunes store. We haven't said that in a million years. Yeah, I mean, we love reviews. I love them. I love reviews. But more importantly, I love it when you tell your friends to listen or really anyone and then they actually do listen. That's amazing. Make your kids listen. Okay, yeah, go for it. (laughs) I mean, if they're old, I don't know. But as always, we must thank those beautiful, wonderful, amazing folks. The give to us at patreon.com slash cartridge command. They are awesome. They are so awesome. Uh, and you know what, guys? A little behind the scenes thing here. We are upgrading our studio space uh, yeah, as time yeah. goes on. And that's thanks to you guys. So hopefully the next couple months, you know, the quality will get a little bit better and it'll be a little easier on us to, to record. And that is made possible because of you wonderful people that give to us. So thank you. Thank you so very much. Yes, we love you all. And as always, cartridge commandos. Game on! I found that... What's that? Oh. That was my monthly uh, Switch parental summary. I didn't realize it made that insane noise. (laughs) Monthly summary says, two most popular games in my house this month were Stardew Valley and Kirby Star Allies. All right.